It is Wednesday. It is party time. Welcome to the smooth sounds of the Chad Prather Show right here in the Mothership, which is Studio 22. Ah, the Puppet Master Mark, Super Chris Cruz, and Let's Love Brandon at the helm driving us into the nether regions of all things insanity. I myself did not get into makeup today, so I looked tired. Uh, Where's our makeup girl? Chris, where is she? No, not the girl that wears it, the girl that puts it on. Yeah. Chad, she apologizes deal. for not being here, but her grandma is sick, so she had a bolt real quick. So she's got to have that kind of excuse. Yes. Like I'm supposed to have guilt about her grandmother. Yes. Now, if you want, for the B-Block segment, you look all nice and pretty. <laughs> so it's up to you. I need some mascara. Okay. And, yeah. I'll schedule her in. Speaking of Sarah Gonzalez, who's been sitting here uh, in the hot seat for the last couple of weeks, um, why talk about a transa- trans- transition. <laughs> From one Latin, Latina to a Latino, she now looks like Jorge Ventura, who's uh, hanging out with us. Welcome to the show. Chad, it's good to be back, and it's always glad to be back in Dallas. It's becoming one of my favorite cities now. You, you'll basically be living here pretty soon, because yeah. I see your Honorary Instagram. Texan at this I point. See your, I see your gram, and, and like I'm like, you're, you were partying last night. You are having, you're out. You're yeah, we were having things. a good time in Dallas celebrating <laughs> uh, the release of our new documentary, Narcofornia. Another investigative documentary. Last year, we were here on the show talking about Cartelville. So it was, it, you know, it's crazy. One year later, do the sequel, and uh, we'll finally, finally put that chapter behind us of these illegal marijuanas and yeah. focus on some other issues. I've been keeping up with what you're doing on that. We're going to talk about it some more. Uh, but let's go back to the important issues like Instagram. So I've been on, I've been on a huge shadow ban and stuff like that. And I was dealing with some trolls this morning on Twitter. How do you determine? I went and got coffee a minute ago, and how do you determine? who you follow back on Instagram. Is there a criteria on that? Like, do you just follow everybody back or does, does, do they have to meet a requirement? Yeah, I'm going to tell you for, mine in a minute. Yeah, so for me, it's two. You either got to be informing me, one, yeah, or you got to be a really awesome troller. I love trolls really? on, on Twitter. So if you're trolling, you're making people mad, I love that. So Does that's, it help <laughs> if they're a female and they're hot? Oh, like, I mean, that's bonus points. I mean, <laughs> I mean let's add an asterisk yeah. to uh, the criteria to say, you know, if a girl's putting no. Seriously, I, I was sitting there and I was watching. It's like some people put stuff out there that is not just totally useless information. It's not good stuff. But uh, I, if, it, if it entertains me, it informs me, that kind of thing, mm-hmm. I will follow it back. And I like to see that they've got more than three followers because that tells me they may not even be real people. Right. So I don't know. Anyway, I was doing that this morning. I'm encouraging everybody, go follow me on Instagram, at WatchChad. The shadow ban is still real. Uh, a lot of people have responded after the other day's show, and they said, you're right. Whenever we try to tag you in something, the warning pops up that says, are you sure you want to follow or tag this person because of their repeated violations of sharing misinformation? Now, the problem is you can go down my page, and there's no misinformation. And I just want my Instagram back because I actually enjoy that platform. Like, I enjoy it, right? Uh, Facebook has its own on nightmares, and, of course, Twitter. Twitter's just where I go to piss people off. Yeah, and Instagram's always up and down, you know, with the with the shadow bands. They make it so obvious. You go from, like, 20-story view, 20,000-story view, so just, like, 20 in a, in a week, and it's like, all right, don't make it that obvious. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, it's I, I still love Insta. I'm always, you know, still on Twitter. Um, I think our Twitter doesn't really shadow ban like Instagram, but Instagram, they, they wreck those algorithms like yeah. crazy. So when you go out and you're, you're an independent journalist, you're an independent filmmaker, you're a documentarian, you're doing all these things, you want to get content out there. How difficult is it right now? You come out with, a, again, like you said, a follow-up documentary that's out right now. People can get it at narcofornia.com. 
Um, how are you getting that information out there with social media being the so way So right it now, is? Chad, I'm actually going through a shadow ban as well. So what makes it hard is as soon as we, we release a documentary, I've been put on a, on a shadow ban. So the only way it's really helping me promote it is actually just like doing shows with you, having other journalists, friends share it. But it's been it's been tough with the with the with the shadow ban. There's no really way um, around it. The only way around it right now because Instagram is transitioning to reels. So if you just upload any video and make it a reel, Instagram would actually push it forward. So that's actually kind of a way that I've been battling back against the, yeah. the shadow ban. But it's extremely difficult because we don't have the corporate funding of like the Fox News and those giant corporates to do ads and things like that. Even on YouTube, all the independent media is getting destroyed by the algorithms. Yeah. Like right now, if you watch like your show on YouTube, I'm supposed to be recommended like Elijah and Sarah on the side, but instead it always links me to a blue check CNN or right. Fox News, one of the big streams. So even even YouTube is destroying independent media or anyone that just doesn't follow the kind of corporate messaging. Yeah, we're screwed overall um, for a lot of things. I was I was <laughs> I mean, why not get screwed tomorrow? Tomorrow, for those of you who don't know, and who knows what's going to happen when we get off the rails because it's a Thursday episode, so that'll be typical. But tomorrow is our 666th episode of this show. 666. 666, wow. since it's been on blaze. So we're going we're gonna to light <laughs> some shit on fire, okay? I'm just saying, we may have a cameo from Lucifer himself. Uh, we'll see what happens. Come on, man. Come on, man. But uh, somebody, a good friend of mine, Larry Taunton, he's, he pointed that out to me, and I was like, it's going to be lit. So who knows? What's going to happen? Um, Nancy Pelosi, let's talk about this for a second. Nancy Pelosi's in Taiwan, or she's somewhere in Asia. <clears throat> she basically gave the middle finger to the Chinese because they said, we're going we're gonna to retaliate if, if Nancy comes here. Uh, so Shmirnoff one landed in Taiwan. They immediately boost, took her boost. to an underground bunker. Um, I think that Nancy, people say, why is Nancy even in Taiwan? I think she's there checking on her insider trading investments. Um, I think she's making sure that the, uh, you know, that the uh, superconductor chips and all that stuff gets produced. So who knows what's going on here? Um, she has some balls, man. She, she, la she landed in Taiwan with two giant bombs. Uh, we have, we sent in the, 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 the Trojan horse, but uh, it's fascinating what's going on right now. I mean, we go to World War Three over Nancy Pelosi. That'd be the most... 20, 2022 right. thing in the world. So, yeah, I mean, that's that would be the... It, but here's the thing. It's like the perfect ending on it. But here's the thing, Jorge. Like, China, when they make a promise, they don't back off. Oh, no. Like, these aren't these aren't Muslim terrorists who, who are just out there spitting things out there. China, China has to save face because that's their deal. They put something out there. They're going to back it up. Yeah. So these are scary times that we're living in over Nancy Pelosi, who, for me, I don't understand why she's there. Like I, it doesn't make any sense. Why is she she's in about Asia? to start World War Three? We have her husband, uh, you know, doing drugs and driving yeah. and crashing. And stuff. So you know, and for those who don't know, Paul Pelosi, of course, was pretty unstable. Now, yeah. the, now that information's now coming we're getting out. more information. Yeah. yeah. So, so Paul the Pelosi's was, are a fun couple. Paul was, <laughs> Paul was also. It's like I've said about Hunter Biden. You can say what you want to say about the guy. The guy knows how to party. Yeah. Uh, and apparently the Pelosi's do too. But Paul, Paul Pelosi apparently was under some influence of more than just some of that Napa Valley uh, Sonoma wine. Yeah, man. Yeah. yeah. The Pelosi's they have fun. They're making money. They're starting World War Three. It's yeah. It's a fun couple. But you know about California because you've been making the documentaries about it. What the hell's going on? What's happening in California? Is so, that where the good drugs are? <laughs> yeah, actually, it is. Yeah, but uh, what's happening in in California is we're seeing um, it's kind of an underlying story is the failure of the legalization of marijuana. Now, this is not to, this is not like a reefer madness doc or anything that, like that. It's just that 
the proposition set in California, it's actually destroying even the legal weed side. So mm. Prop 64 passes in 2016, legalizes weed, but the illegal cultivation got knocked down um, from used to be a misdemeanor in our state to a felony. So you and I, Chad, had a 50,000 illegal marijuana operation in Southern California. And we got raided by, you know, LA County. You and me would only get hit with a $500 misdemeanor ticket. So for cartels, it's like, well, this is awesome because, you know, um, you only get a $500 misdemeanor ticket, so it's not a felony charge. And the water that they're stealing, they don't have to pay for it because they're stealing it from ranchers and farmers. The migrants who are being, who are working these marijuana operations are not actual, like, workers, right? Like, nine to five, and they're on the books. Yeah. These are migrants that are being forced to work on these grows for their freedom. So, essentially, you're seeing slavery on American soil. Um, so, last year, Chad, when I came on your show, we talked about this same issue, but in Southern California, in the desert communities, it's become, it's, it's becoming a new wave. But this time, in this new documentary, Narcofornia, we went to the root which was Northern California. In Northern California, we were in Siskiyou and Lassen County, but just in Siskiyou County, just for perspective, LA County has over 500 illegal marijuana grows. San Bernardino County has about 1,100 illegal marijuana grows. These are controlled by Mexican Chinese cartels. In Northern California, just one county in Siskiyou, they have between 7,000 to 10,000 grows. Those are mainly operated by Asian criminal gangs and cartels. And you're seeing these kind of rural communities out there, like ranchers and farmers, people who really work hard just for, for, the, for an honest living, are seeing basically their way of life threatened by the violence, the water theft, and they're, they're basically being pushed out by, by these cartels. And law enforcement just doesn't have the funding to even fight back because, I mean, we're talking about small rural communities. I was in a town called Doris, California, which is like basically right next to Oregon. The town has like barely over a thousand people yeah. and there's 1,300 uh, illegal grow operations in their town. Wow. So the cartels really operate and, and control everything. And we were interviewing one rancher in Lassen County and Lassen County for perspective is, is as big as Rhode Island, this one county. And this rancher's telling us that he has these cartel guys basically siphoning water every single day, stealing water. So he calls he calls his local law enforcement to come help him. And the sheriff goes, I only got two sheriff deputies for the whole county. I'm not sending any of my guys to take on armed cartel growers. So it's a huge underlying issue. The reason why we're also focused on this is because now we're seeing Governor Gavin Newsom, because this is all happening under Newsom. We're seeing Governor Gavin Newsom now set his eyes on the White House. Um, I believe from, from everyone that I've been speaking, political analysts and the stuff that I've been reading, I, I think Gavin Newsom, so 2024 is going to be the Democratic uh, Party front runner. They're going to put him in place yeah. um, to run against either DeSantis or Trump. I agree with that. I was uh, I was in on vacation last week, sitting there on the beaches in Cabo, and I met this couple. And they every day they just kind of sat next to me on the beach there, you know. And they were from Palm Springs, and so I made the I made the, you know you always kind of feel people out, see where they're at, right, right, right. Check them, and you know I don't want to get into politics. We're on vacation, whatever. But I said. I said, so, so what do you think about you guys' governor over there? You know, you think he's going to make a run for the White House? Oh, no, I don't. I haven't heard anything like that, you know. I, and I, so the more people I talk to, I ask them, and I don't think they're even aware of the political machinations that are going on. Mm -hmm. But I see it. I mean, you know, I said, well, you know, he was at the White House last week right. meeting with Jill. And they were like, was he really? And I was like. And Biden wasn't yeah. there. I mean, and Biden they, was gone. He was in yeah, Saudi New Arabia. Newsom was there, you know, measuring the drapes and feeling <laughs> it out. I said, oh, I don't, I like this chair yeah, here. Checking out the bed, you know, bouncing on it like at a, <laughs> yeah. like, you know, like at a Mattress Plus store or something like that. Just see, like, you oh, know, this, yeah, this, I kind of like this. I kind of like this office here, yeah. Biden. It's so, you know, I, I look at this stuff and there's like no reason for the same reason we talk about Nancy being in Taiwan or even in Asia. You know, you look at Gavin Newsom, he's like, there's no reason for this guy to be in Washington, well, D.C., visit the White House. The issue here, Chad, is that the corrupt California politicians are so comfortable, they have no challengers, 
Dude, Gavin Newsom is sitting on a war chest of money, like two hundred million, with no one. I mean, no competition to run for governor. The guy's bored. Yeah. Nancy Pelosi has hasn't even visited her district in over thirty years. Yeah. Doesn't have to step in and continues to win and continues to get richer. So in California, these corrupt politicians have absolutely made it. They've destroyed the the middle class. I mean, if you go to California right now, it's becoming what I call the Latin America economy, where it's just the very top and the very poor, and everyone in the middle is basically just fighting for the for the scraps. Uh, I mean, the average cost of home in California is eight hundred thousand yeah my parents are working class people my dad's a trucker my mom's a food kitchen worker at ucla my dad just put a uh, put his house for sale and he's moving to houston texas it's it's just becoming unlivable for regular people and on top of that we have cartels just like i said just running wild destroying everything um it's just a it's just kind of like i said it's a, it's a huge issue that i think people need to pay attention uh, to and even Cal people who live in california don't even know how openly these cartels are are operating so highly just recommend anyone to watch it it's at narcofornia.com like i said you'll you'll become highly educated on it and formed on, on the topic it's like i said it's not against weed it's not reefer madness but it's just showing you uh what cartels do in the black market and, and yeah. kind of the destruction they cause on local communities and i know that the immediate pushback because i do a lot of shows in california every year or historically i have normally i'm out there 16 17 times a year for a live show and people say why do you go to california i'm like you have a miss if you've never been to california you've got a misinterpretation of what california is all about it's a great place Beautiful landscape, beautiful weather, some really good people out there, great ranching, great farming, great agriculture, uh, great economy, great resources, great GDP, getting screwed by mm. bureaucracy. And now we're seeing, you know, you get up in Northern California, which is where you tend to think some of the normalcy and the sanity is, is out of the big cities. But that place is so it's so expansive out there. Like you said, you got one county that's the size of Rhode Island. You, you could drive for a long time oh, and yeah. not see another person. And so it's easy for these these cartels and these these Asian cartels and stuff like that to come in and do what they're doing. So it affects all of us in terms of what's going on there because that again it trickles over and we're seeing that here in texas you know where people always said don't california my texas mm -hmm. it's coming here so what's happening there is in many ways a precursor to what can happen anywhere the, and so you know i encourage people you got to get narcofornia you got to watch this thing and the the scary part too chad i was i was speaking to a, a farmer and i was like do you think with these issues of you know the water and everything could this actually like threaten the food supply? Yeah. And he says, oh, absolutely. He's like, so much food comes from the California farmers. He says, I, I think eventually it, it, it can. And for, for people who don't live in California, like California is like almost like two different countries. Like you have Southern California, yeah. which is more obviously like the liberal, the big cities, LA and stuff like that. But you go to Northern California, it's like regular Americans, like actual 100%. like yeah. ranchers and farmers. And they, they, they almost despise Southern California. Um, like we were in one county, like I said, Lassen County, they voted over 80% in favor of the recall against Gavin Newsom. I mean, so it's that type of uh, yeah. feel up there in Northern yeah, California. Yeah, it's true. All right, we're gonna get, we're gonna talk about this some more. I uh, I don't know about you guys. You know, I talk about it, I'm in this constant battle with the whole you know losing the belly and all that stuff. The older I get, the harder it is for that to do that. And uh, but here's the problem. You know, if you can't control like your cravings and all of that stuff throughout the day, you're wanting the salty or the sweet and all the treats that are always readily available and it's always within reach. You got that temptation. You got the southern barbecues that are happening all over Texas. I'm gonna tell you about a new weight control formula from Nusu Labs. Uh, uses is 
biohacking technology to curb your appetite and control those unwanted cravings. It's formulated with natural ingredients and antioxidants. This new weight control formula is going to maximize a healthy metabolism, keeps you away from all those empty calories safely, naturally, and without any harmful side effects and restrictive diet supplements. It really does work. Uh, this is a one-of-a-kind formula. It's got mood-enhancing ingredients in dark chocolate, the same stuff that's in dark chocolate to keep you from getting all that hangry feeling, you know. New Sue guarantees you're going to lose up to three pounds in the first week. It's guaranteed or they'll give you your money back. So right now, get a free bottle with your order at Nusu Labs. That's N-U-S-U-Labs.com slash law uh, slash Chad. Sorry. Join Nusu's world-class concierge program for an extra 10% off at checkout. Free month supply, free priority shipping. NusuLabs.com slash Chad. That's NusuLabs.com slash Chad. We'll be right back. All right, we're sitting here with uh, our good buddy Jorge Ventura. His new documentary is called Narcofornia. I don't want to take anything for granted, so I'm going to spell it N-A-R-C-O-F-O-R-N-I-A. You can get it at narcofornia.com. We've got a clip, a trailer, a little teaser. We're going to show it to you. Play it. You have to understand our frustration that we have been going through this for years. Did you know that one of our citizens got attacked on her property, walking her dog by one of the pot growers' dogs. So when a stray bullet comes and hits one of my children or me, I swear to God, on a stack of Bibles, I will go out and I will Yeah, you can take marijuana, you can take water regulation. Let's go down the line. We have no allies in the state government. Is there a rough estimate of how many cartel members are here right now? Conservative estimate, 10,000. 10,000 Yeah, people. I'd say conservative just, just California. Just in California. These were organized crime groups, highly structured, well-funded, very aggressive, well-armed, in our forest all over California. They interviewed one of our sheriff deputies head rats and he just said we don't have enough resources to stop them if they ever come here and then bam they were here all of a sudden you had a thousand people show up who wanted to vote who all came from out of the area who all just happened to be growing illegal marijuana it's kind of like well and it blew up as the enforcement uh, started to dwindle they rapidly increased i want some sort of acknowledgement that it's a problem I have yet to even hear that. They, well, they, they are racist. Who? Uh, the communists. Huh. They're racist. <laughs> They're racist. Uh, yeah, God forbid. What? <laughs> How do you find these people? It's just, you know, doing lots and lots of research. And, you know, I'm really blessed that when we, we put out stories, people reach out and want to share even more. So when we put out cartelville usa last year this community in northern california said jorge if you think it's bad in southern california you got to come up here and see what's going on and i was i was absolutely shocked what's what's interesting chat about northern california is you know the mexicans and chinese that are in southern california obviously they're cartels and they're committing crimes but they're not looking to like register to vote yeah but in northern california we're seeing this kind of Hmong group come in getting involved in these illegal marijuana operations and actually registering to vote and looking looking like they want to play a role in the local politics which that which if a lot of folks are really scared about but like i said the, the way of life has completely changed for just regular americans working class ranchers farmers people that are literally growing food and producing for us and 
they feel like no one's looking out for them. The state isn't looking out for them. Gavin Newsom, Sacramento isn't answering their calls. Um, if they call local law enforcement, local law enforcement doesn't even have the manpower to take these guys on. So they, they really don't know what to do. It's kind of yeah. it's actually really heartbreaking when you hear their stories. And they don't play by the same rules as law enforcement does, oh, no. so to speak. So this is it's a dangerous situation. I mean, this is mind-blowing that this, this is happening in the way that it is. Yeah, and it, you know— it, I, when I speak to the people out there, they, you know, I, they feel at this point you need Washington D.C. and like the federal government to like send a national guard. Yeah. Um. I don't know if that that ever happened, but like I said, California right now has been c- taken over, and the legal weed business has been is about to set to collapse in California. So even if you speak to like legal weed owners and dispensaries, they hate the black market because it's it's basically destroyed them. Um. You know, a couple years ago, if you're in the legal weed business, if you sold a pound of weed, which goes about about twelve hundred bucks. California will then tax you about 150 bucks on that pound, which those guys can make a living of. That's not bad. Fast forward to today, because of the black market, how saturated, you sell a pound now for 300. The state of California still tax you 150. So these guys are actually mm. losing money almost on selling their products. So the legal uh, legal weed business is uh, set to collapse. And I, I don't think a lot of people even know about this. Again. Yeah, I mean, I, I truly don't at this point know why anybody chooses to live in California. <laughs> I, I really don't. It's still uh, great weather. <laughs> I mean, it's it, it again, I run into people every now and then. Um, again, I ran into another group of folks from California last week. They said, oh, that's my home. I'd never consider leaving it. To me, that is my world. That's the center of the universe. I'm like what bag of dollar bills are you rolling in to be yeah, able to true. to be able to live and still brag about this place where you live it's fascinating to me so you know, but like you said, Chad, it's, Texas has become my second home as of as of late. I've been spending a lot of time here. Really like the community down in like South Texas, McAllen, and and those areas. Um, so I'm 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 starting to like it down here. Just... Jorge Ventura, future Texas resident. <laughs> I see the handwriting on the wall. I'm okay with it. I think you should be here anyway. You fit right I in. Give me a nice little to... cowboy hat, Chad. Yeah, yeah, you need to avoid. You you can't handle all the ass you'll get with this thing on your head, dude. You don't want you don't want this smoke, bro. I'm telling you, <laughs> they sling it at me. I mean, they sling it at me, dude. I'm like, do you want to smell my finger right now? No. <laughs> you want to know the black market's value? Oh, never mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Never mind. Uh... Let me, let's talk street values, yeah. bro. Um, no, you need to come to Texas. You need to, you need to just jump in here. And you might as well get here anyway, dude. There's nothing left over there. You've been down at the border. Um, yes, sir. I mean, you're constantly down there and stuff. You mentioned McAllen. I ran into... Uh, I spoke at the Texas Sheriff's Association uh, right before I went on vacation uh, here in Fort Worth. So sheriffs from all over the state were there. Um, my good friend, um, um, Joe Frank Martinez, who's the sheriff down in Valverde County, he was there, came up, said hello. We took a picture together. I love that guy. He's a Democrat, but he's a common sense guy. I asked him, yeah. I said, you know, how are things going in your county? He goes, what I'm dealing with is being handled. Um I said, well, man, I, from what I see on the news, it ain't, you know, not putting it on him. Because right, right, right. I, I know how much he loves his community, how hard he works to keep that uh, under control in the way it is. But, uh, boy, it's crazy to me how silent things have gotten in regards to this when I know it's worse than ever. What are you seeing? Uh, I mean, it's it's been complete chaos. The past two months we've been going probably the heaviest we've gone in the past year and a half in border coverage. So we went from Yuma to um, Del Rio, Eagle Pass, McCann. We've been hitting all over, and it's been, it's been, I would say, crazier than ever, especially the Eagle Pass area. So in July, the first seven days saw 13,000 illegal crossings. Seven so, days. Yeah. So 13,000. So we went down there. I went down there with, uh, with my team and with, with my cameraman, Thomas Cooper. We went embedded with some of these groups from Monterey, 
and follow them from Monterey, Mexico to Pedas Negras into Eagle Pass. We're talking about massive groups crossing in. You know, we're, you know, we're going in the water with them and we're just documenting. We're seeing how the human smugglers work. We're also seeing how the Mexican officials work because the Mexican officials are allowing these migrants to cross illegally all day. Gr Governor Greg Abbott in April set up, uh, he signed four agreements with four Mexican state governors. And he said, you guys have to stop the flow of illegal crossings or I'm going to put in 100% uh, vehicle inspection from Texas DPS on any vehicle that comes through that port of entry. So for Mexican governors, they don't want that because it's obviously it creates this huge traffic on their, on their port of entries. So they signed the agreement and in his face, they say, oh yeah, you know, we'll do it. But then when we're on the ground, we're literally watching Mexican police and these officials let migrants cross illegally all day. So when anytime I see Governor Greg Abbott, we've pressed him multiple times and said, hey, Governor, you've been touting this as a success to your voters, yet we're in Mexico and these we're crossing with the groups. So literally, these Mexican governors are yeah. not obeying your agreement. What are you going to do? So according to him, he said he's going to put some pressure, but that was back in May. He hasn't he, he hasn't done that yet, but it's been a complete uh, it's it's just it's just chaos. I mean, these little towns and down there in South Texas, they don't have the resources yeah. to deal with this stuff. And then now you have New York City mayor and Washington D.C. mayor complaining about about the migrants being bussed over there. Those are major cities. Could you imagine? They're already complaining in sixty days. These communities in South Texas have been dealing that for they're a whole overrun. year and a half. Yeah, they're overrun. And while this is happening, Chad, is then we're having all the the fentanyl that, that continues to come in the country. So yeah. it's been a complete disaster at the border. Yeah, and that somebody asked me the other day. They said, "Why? Why would the fentanyl? Why would the fentanyl?" I said. Why do you think? They said, well, I don't understand why they put in fentanyl. Because they're trying to kill people. I mean, bottom line, I mean, these are not good people. That you know, And you talk about Abbott. And I, you know, I hate bitching about Abbott, but I, you have to because the, the guy sends out a letter or he says a certain thing, and, but there's never any real follow-up on the deal. But he invited sanctuary city mayors uh, to see border crisis up close and personal. And uh, there's already been some that have rejected the offer. Like, he's, he, like he extended... Um, uh, Eric Adams in New York and Muriel Bowser in D.C. As you mentioned, he invited both of them, um, and um, he said, "I invite you to our border region to see firsthand the dire situation that only grows more urgent with each passing day. To meet with local officials who, like yourselves, realize this matter deserves immediate federal action. I also ask you to join me in requesting President Biden secure the border and put an end to this disastrous crisis." Um, it's, See, like if, uh, we, if we had grown-ups in politics, this is a beautiful moment. <laughs> this is a beautiful moment where Democrats and Republicans can say, hey, let's work together because our cities are being affected because we're being overrun. And obviously the border towns are being affected. Let's work together and create policy. But yeah. we don't have grown-ups up, grown in politics. Right. And it's just going to be th theatrics and it's going it's to be a complete mess. Yeah. Mayor Bowser has already called in National Guard. It's like, yeah. well, what do you think Eagle Pass and Del Rio, what do you, th what yeah. do you think they're going through? And then you have Eric Adams in New York. He's already rejected the offer. And here's what he said. He said, instead of a photo op at the border, we hope Governor Abbott will focus his energy and resources on providing support and resources to asylum seekers in Texas, as we have been hard at work doing in New York City. That should be that should be directed at Biden. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, yeah. it's a complete joke. So, I mean, they, these guys have no clue. I mean, they, again, when you get into the logistics of the whole thing and you have no idea what's actually going on, you're not willing to come down here and take a look at it. It's, it's BS, dude. I mean, we've already thing. had. Under Biden and Harris, over three million illegal crossings. We're at half a million gotaways. That's a scary number. The gotaways are those males one. who don't want to be caught because they've already committed some type of criminal case here in the, in the United States, and it's been a complete mess. We've yeah. had like over fifty uh, 
uh, uh, migrants who were on the terrorist watch list uh, cross over through <laughs> through our yeah. southern border. So it's been a disaster. When we're in Yuma, we're meeting migrants from Belarus, India, wow. Russia, Afghanistan, Pakistan. So all over the world is crossing. So when, you know, I don't want people to think that oh, it's just Salvadorans, Hondurans, and Guatemalans. No, it's all over the world is crossing on our border. It's because to them it's completely wide open. They're, they have no respect for it. You speak to Border Patrol, their morale is as low as ever. That's yeah. that's who you really feel bad for because these guys are like, I'm not even a Border Patrol agent. I'm just an Uber driver. Yeah, at this what's point. the point? Yeah. Well, I'm just a federalized Uber driver. All right. Uh, Minuteman Coffee, you know I love them. They, uh, they got an incredible stance and they love this country. They're one of the fastest growing coffee companies in the nation. And the economy right now, it sucks. Everything's going through the roof, fuel, food, everything. Minutemen Coffee has not raised their prices on their full pound of their amazing single-origin blended coffee. It's crazy. They could have done it, but they haven't done it. They partnered with Share Life Vacations to offer you a three-month prepaid coffee subscription with free shipping for only $95. And you get two full pounds of amazing coffee delivered to your door for three months. And Minutemen Coffee is going to send you a $100 hotel voucher good at over $700,000 locations. You just get to use it. So $95 gets you three months of coffee, 100 bucks towards a hotel. Hard to beat that. So... Uh, go find out for yourself at MinutemenCoffee.com. And if you want to save 15% and not do that deal, just use promo code CHAD. I spell it Chad on your first order. Sign up for your three-month coffee subscription. Get $100 towards a hotel stay. Uh, MinutemenCoffee.com. That's MinutemenCoffee.com. Promo code Chad. We'll be right back. All right, welcome back. It's that time of the show when you know what we do. We wax eloquent, or at least we attempt to. I'm going to ask you to get a little hot and heavy with your imaginations with me for just a second. I want you to picture in your mind a Beyonce, yeah, Beyonce music video. You can cater to the specifics of the background and wardrobe as you see fit, but let us neither mince words or engage in the logical fallacy that the queen of pop is wearing anything more than is legally required okay you get where i'm going in this landscape of the mind those curves are trying harder to escape than jeffrey epstein on clinton visitation day all right you got the image firmly planted in your mind i mean firmly planted in your mind as she's on the screen dancing and singing all of a sudden a dude with cerebral palsy walks into the frame and immediately starts slapping that ass oh yeah maybe with his good hand maybe with the one that looks like god forgot to put a bowling ball there it doesn't really matter who knows he's smacking that ass now as goofy as that sounds and you've got to admit it sounds kind of goofy uh it follows logically from what you from what i'm about to tell you that the left must think this is what beyonce means when she sings the line spazzing on that ass spaz on that ass now most of you have never heard that lyric but that's what she says uh but she said it and she got called the hell out on it for using an ableist slur it's a lot of folks don't even know what an ableist is but here we go uh <laughs> They've now decided to remove the lyric and replace it with a different word, because why not? Uh, you'll recall that not, not all that long ago on this program, we covered a similar incident with Lizzo. God bless that human. Uh, another singer whose curves are trying to escape orbit. Now, I'm not here to debate with you the, the well-nigh Shakespearean quality of the lyrics. Soft what light through yonder window breaks. Tis but the shadow of a dude spazzing on his hoe's ass. I think Shakespeare <laughs> said something like that one time in one of his tragedies. Anyway, I just want to say something to any of the liberals who watered the soil of Twitter with their tears of sorrow in the wake of this song coming out. And I hope you're listening. 
I hope you're listening to me when I say spaz, 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 spaz. I hope you're pissed off. I hope your blood is boiling. Are you filled with the sort of righteous indignation that calls for you to pick up your sword and fight for the just and true cause of whatever the hell happens to be the flavor of the day issue? I'm going to say it again just to piss you off. Spaz! Now, you and I and just about everybody whose brains haven't turned ice cream at this point knows that when you call someone a spaz, you're not indicating that they have spastic cerebral palsy. Uh, You know how how I know that? Because I actually know people with cerebral palsy. That's right. And they might have a problem with the muscles in their arm, but they sure as shit don't have the same stick up their ass that leftist social justice warriors do. And yet one of the richest and most powerful musicians in the world is bowing before the angry mob, the loud minority, the statistical non-entity, the subcategory of all subcategories and doing what they demand, no doubt, lest she be canceled in some form or fashion. Folks, the surface level of the problem here is that you just, you can't say anything funny anymore. You know what? You get woke, you can't joke. Uh, You can't do it, folks. It runs deeper. It runs deeper than just that, though. Slowly, year by year, we're culling away more and more of the herd of colorful linguistic tools we humans possess to express ourselves. Words get canceled. Words become unsayable. Words are ascribed magical powers, which they simply do not possess, and they're banned and forthwith from the lexicon or just redefined altogether so that they can be even made worse in terms of their meaning. Now that should scare you on some level. I've been saying this for 25 years. Change the language, change the culture, change society. Look, not because it's all of a sudden not cool to say spaz, 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 but because as we've said a million times on this program, words are the highway that exists between my brain and your brain. If you limit my words, you limit my thought and I've got enough things, uh, you know, doing that already. So God bless you, Spazzes. Bunch of spazzes. Spazzing on that ass. Spazzing on that ass. <laughs> Which, Chad, to your point of her Get being... Get retarded in my department? What? To the point of her being one of the richest, you know, singers, she has 28 Grammys. Yeah. 28 Grammys, yeah. and yet spaz, spaz erases that. So this, this, to me, is on par with the... Uh, Climate cultists going after Taylor Swift for having 107, 170 trips on her private jet this year. And Taylor Swift having the audacity of going, it wasn't just me. I loaned my plane out. <laughs> you know what you do? You give them the middle finger and say, I drive that motherfucker to McDonald's. <laughs> you know what? It's my fucking jet. <laughs> I, if I want to take it to the, to, the, to the QT, get me a breakfast pizza and fill up on jet fuel, that's where I'm flying that bastard. That's what I'm doing. I loaned my jet out. Yeah, own it. <laughs> well, Chad, if you think like, about it. Get unapologetic. If you think about it, it's a $50 million jet. You know, it's like 50000 just to keep it parked up. I'm sorry. I don't care what you think about my <laughs> right. my my ozone breakage points. I'm going to kill the earth. I just spent $50 million in a jet. I'm going to use it. Dude, if I had a jet, I would be motivated to destroy the environment. Let me tell you something. You know, so I got got friends of mine who are down at Orange Beach, Alabama. Right now, they're headed down that way. And they've been begging me. They're like, dude. And I got a show in Lubbock on Friday night, which you need to come to. I got two shows Friday night in Lubbock. Uh, And I'm like, ah, you know. I've been sitting there looking at, like, prices of flight like i could fly down one way 400 bucks turn around fly to lubbock for 400 bucks i'm like do i want to spend 800 bucks for a day and a half at the beach down there getting you know ripped up and tore up at the uh at the alabama slama or whatever you know down there and and i'm like if i had a private jet oh man let's go we'd all be going yes 
We'd all be going. You know what we'd do? When we got down to Orange Beach, we'd circle that bastard for about an hour getting drunk and burning up some ozone layer. That's what we would do. Singing Taylor Swift songs. You know what, climate cultists? We are never, ever, ever getting back together. (laughs) Period. I'd be spazzing that ass. Do you know what I would do to Taylor Swift's ass? I would pretend to be crippled just like a whoop that ass like this. This is a new joke. This is a new dance, dude. Wasn't there something? Wasn't there a dance where they did this? Some Michael Jackson bullshit? Thriller. Thriller. This is Thriller. Thriller. Come here, Taylor. You know what else she's got a lot of? STDs. I don't know. I'm just thinking. I'm just saying. I'm just Chad, saying. Chad, stop acting like that stop it's, you. It's, that wouldn't stop you. It wouldn't stop me. That, you should stop acting like you have a moral compass all of a sudden. I already that got monkeypox. I already got monkeypox. I'd pop a zit right on her. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, Chad, this yeah. entire segment, you were able to piss off the Lizzo people, the Lizzo, the Beyonce people, the Spaz people, yeah. and now the Taylor Swift people. The Spaz people. Who's next? <laughs> I love how Beyonce could, could she can't say spaz, but she could say the N word. Yeah, exactly. Like, you can end it up. Like, oh no, no, that's that will cross the line. Yeah, you can you can end it up. Yeah, you can. <laughs> but it's spaz. That's it draws the line. That's such a good point. <laughs> oh my God! What happened to the good old days of wardrobe malfunction? Yeah. I just want to see a titty pop out at the Super Bowl. Yeah, that was. Good. My God, nobody was offended by that. That's oh. America to me. Come a t- on. A titty in a Super Bowl, that's America. Yes. And yes. we've lost our way. Oh, my God. I'd take a knee for that bitch. <laughs> hey, Blazers Patriotic Socks packs are back. The end of last year, we released a limited supply of Let's Go Brandon socks. Everybody loved them. Everybody wanted them. They sold out real fast. They're comfortable. They work. Hey, guys, you can wear them with your boots, too. Although people can't see them so good. But they do. they're long socks. They pull all the way up. Uh, and that matters to me. Uh, you asked for them. They're backed by popular demand. We got a limited edition pile of these things with a lot of different designs uh, just in time for the election primaries and back to school. Uh, piss off your liberal teachers that are trying to groom your children. Uh, get the uh, You could get the uh, – there's two sock packages to choose from, and you also got those drink covers that are really cool. Uh, if you can't decide which one, uh, this is America. You can get them both, folks. And uh, if you buy both sock packages, we're going to throw in a free bonus set of – uh, not only socks, but an additional set of drink covers with a discount off the full purchase. Uh, Christmas is here, folks. Uh, might as well go shopping. Uh, hurry up. Limited edition. They're going to be, when they're gone, they're gone. BlazeSocks.com. For you Blaze TV subscribers, we're going to thank you for your continued support. We're going to sweeten the pot. Use promo code BlazeSub for 20% off your purchase. You got to use the email that you use to log into your Blaze TV subscription account in order to get the discount. But do it, okay? And if you're not a subscriber, you know what to do. Go to subscribe to Blaze TV. Use promo code Chad Socks and save on your Blaze subscription. You get 20% off the limited edition socks. We'll be right back. Oh. There it is, right there. Yeah, come on. Nice that's, and that's pretty. Right. All right, all right. Thank you. Look at that. Thank you, girl. That's ooh, that's a, that's the cowboy way, right there. <laughs> Thank you, girl. Uh, I mean, you know, better late than never. Get, the, <laughs> get that flash on. Uh anyway, um, 
Let's see. Did you see a couple of things? Did you see the uh, – and I want to wait on this because we're going to talk about it, I think, on our Friday, Good News Friday, or Feel Good Friday, whatever we call it, about the guy who shot the guy who came in with the AR-15 was going to hold up the – From Norco Cali, baby. In Let's Cali, go. and the dude shot him with a shotgun. Yeah. Interesting story. And, and Narco, got, and Nar- uh, Narco's a, a cowboy country. So I'm, I mean, you got to know people are armed. They're strapped. Yeah, yeah they're strapped. And, but I mean, that guy was like 80 years old that was working behind the counter, and then the guy runs out screaming, he shot my arm <laughs> off. <laughs> and he, it was funny because they're driving out, they're still about to leave one of them behind. Dude, dude, yeah, still like, let me in the car. He's locked out. Yeah. Uh, I mean, here's the thing, man. You, you, you keep playing that game, you're going to yeah. get in trouble. But uh, then there was a sad deal. Like, there was a, a lemonade stand. Did you see this clip where the kids are out there selling lemonade? Play it. Yeah. In surveillance video provided by a neighbor, you can see two males approach Jude Peterson and his friends as they sell lemonade just before 5 Friday evening. The male in the dark hoodie, who has been described as a teenager, moves fast, displaying what looks to be oh, a cool. firearm, then quickly snatching the cash box, running off with $30. Nathan, Jude's father, said it was terrifying at first, but what really moved him is how his neighbors responded. Let's just do the 30 bucks. Let's just do the purge. Let's just do that. Let's start that. Let's just start that deal. And uh, play it. And pull me down. Already on the ground, Mrs. Wren is kicked squarely in the face. They used the fist to hit my head multiple times. And then they pull me down to the ground and keep hitting me, kicking me. The horror doesn't end there. When Mrs. Wren tries to hide in the hallway and is unable to close the door, the suspects return again, Jeez. not to steal her watch or earrings, but her keys, and to take turns assaulting the terrified senior. You know, I, the, 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 the manhood in me the, the gets, gets pretty riled up when I see shit like that. Um, I saw another video that somebody posted. You know, I follow all these other accounts. Talk about Instagram, which are all about situational awareness and what are you going to do in these situations? You know, Byron Rogers has a great page on that. Um, you know, what would you do in this situation? Man, I saw one where this lady was working in like a like a FedEx or a UPS store, or whatever. The guy came in and just beat the hell out of this lady, stomping her head and the whole thing. And it's like, you know. We've gotten into a world where you just better be armed wherever you go. I mean, you bet you better be armed. If you don't live in a place where you can be armed, you need to get out of that place. Let them have it. Let the animals let the animals overrun it. Um, and and it is always the same characters. It's the same cast mm-hmm. of characters that are out there doing the same BS. Uh, you want to say, oh, that's racist or what? I don't. I really don't care what you say anymore. Um, it's the same group of people. It's the same generation of fatherlessness and and all these people who have just decided to be feral animals because they don't respect law enforcement and law enforcement's not doing the job to enforce that nobody ever beat these kids ass and so anyway bad dude it's horrible but you know more uh these attacks happen on um on the asian americans in san francisco i follow a few twitter accounts who who follow it on uh it's that community that really led the recall against their da and you're seeing that community wake up and it's i I think it's truly fascinating if anyone hasn't been paying attention to san francisco politics look at what happened the 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 asian community not only led the recall but two two out of every three asian people live in san francisco even voted democrat but you're starting to see them starting to change they already had they already had a recall with a school board member they had now they had the recall with their da 
So it's something's happened there. It's, it's changing with the Asian community. Maybe this is what it takes, but it's happened in New York City. There's always those viral videos of them, you know, older Asian people getting attacked in subways, just getting beat and being left there. Like no one even helps out. Nobody. People just it's like film and just kind of you know let them be. And it's like, man, there's a there's there's it's real sadness to see that happen yeah. in our country. But but then I get the people who are going to come on my Twitter and troll me and, and say these things about oh stop the Asian hate or stop the bigotry and all this kind of. I'm like, why don't you call out the actual perpetrators yeah. who are doing this stuff? You know, because like you said, in places like San Francisco, it's become a trend. Like it's it's an acceptable form of practice to be able to do these kind of things. Oh, sad deal. Um, and it, at some point in time, people are just going to have to fight back. And more of these little like the convenience store where the guy just pops up his shotgun and bull move for that eighty year old man too. I mean, the guy <laughs> had him dead to rights with an AR fifteen. He just popped him with a twelve gauge. So. Oh, Shot my arm off. And we, we also just had the the recent situation with the New York City bodega worker. I mean, having to right. having to defend himself, and it's like yeah, he gets charged with murder. In some of these areas, you know, people are scared to defend themselves because they don't know what way the DA is going to go. Yeah. Even in our you know, even our in our documentary, Northern California residents were questioning their DA. They said, "Hey, if I shoot this cartel guy, like, am I going to get charged for for murder?" And uh, yeah, it's just that's where we are in our yeah. in our country, and it's uh, I mean, there's there's third world countries, major cities that are much safer than our New York City, Philadelphia, than Detroit now here in the, in the U.S. I mean, people have got to be aware. We'll double up on TikToks tomorrow, Chris. We'll double up on it because tomorrow's going to be the Antichrist episode. Uh, <laughs> it's it's episode six six six, and uh, who knows what's going to happen? It, we're going to get off the rails. You gonna hang around? I'm hang around. I want you to hang yeah. around. I want I want I want Jorge to do overtime with me this week. I want to get I want to get a recap of the Uvalde shooting yes, down sir. there because you were on the scene down there for that. I want to I want to get caught back up on that. A lot of stuff we're going to talk about uh, in overtime. If you're not a member of Blaze, that's the only place you can get it. Go to blazetv.com/chad. Use promo code Chad to sign up. Uh, before we go to another break, I do want to remind everybody, I'm in Lubbock, Texas. Go to watchchad.com. We've got a new, numerous shows coming up, uh, and we're bouncing around all over the country. So watchchad.com is where all the fun stuff is. Check out the full schedule. Hey, uh, when I'm traveling, I'm typically listening to audiobooks or podcasts, and uh, there's uh, one of the things that I love to do is I get on the airplane, and I put in my Raycon wireless earbuds, and uh, they're, they're comfortable. They, they look great. They feel great. They sound better than ever. They got the optimized gel tips with the perfect in-air fit. You, you, like if you're moving around, you're working out, whatever, they're not going to budge. They're not going to shake out of your ears, and I've tried to do that. They're going to give you eight hours of playtime, 32-hour battery life, and they're priced better than the others because you're going to get the quality audio at half the price of those other premium audio brands. And trust me, I've shopped and in many cases owned all of them. So it's no wonder that Raycon's Everyday Earbuds have over 50,000 five-star reviews. They've got uh, three customizable sound profiles, and they got the earbud tap function, the noise isolation, the awareness mode. That means if you're, you know, if you're somewhere and you want to be aware of your surroundings and not just like we were talking about, you can still hear what's going on around you, but still enjoy the audio quality that you're listening to. Uh, so make sure you go to buyraycon.com. That's R-A-Y-Con.com buyraycon.com slash watch chad that'll get you 15 percent off your raycon order that's buyraycon.com slash watch chad to score 15 percent off buyraycon.com slash watch chad and we'll be right back All right. Um, somebody check on Nancy Pelosi. Make sure her and her boobs are okay. 
And uh, while you're doing that, head over to Narcofornia, narcofornia.com. Check out Jorge Ventura's new uh, documentary. You do not want to miss that. You want to tell your friends about it as well. Seriously, go check it out. You need to know this is what's happening in America. It's not just about California. This is coming to a neighborhood near you if it's not already there. So take a look at it. Thanks for the work you've done, Jorge. I want you you, tomorrow we're going to get wild. We'll Let's get wild, get wild, baby. Might even go, we'll go nice find some, little warm up, you know. We'll go find <laughs> some tequila or something. You know what I'm saying? We'll bring it on set and we'll get we'll get to ripping on it. Uh, I'm going to be in Lubbock, Texas, two shows Friday night. Uh, if you want to come hang out, I'm doing actually I'm doing a benefit at the Spice Rack where I got my start a long time ago down there, Burleson, Texas, uh, Sunday afternoon. I'm going to bring the ragamuffins with me. Good friend of ours has got uh, is is got a bad diagnosis. We're raising some money for him. So if yeah, if you're you know the Fort Worth area, you want to come down to Burleson, Texas. Texas, hang out with us. No charge to be there. Come party with us. We're going to have a good Sunday. Sunday, fun day. Don't forget, subscribe, blazetv.com slash Chad. Use promo code Chad to save. And go shopping, chadonblaze.com. Tomorrow is 666. Oh, boy, we're going to be there. We love you. God bless you. Talk to you then. Bye. Bye.